gun Ramos looking like he's got one more good run Sips a little shaky But his heart is still true Oh how that dog loves hunting with me and you Sporting dog adventures run The Sporting Dog Adventures podcast is proudly brought to you by Soggy Acres Retrievers. Remember, everyone deserves a soggy dog. Welcome to Dog Talk Live number 75 here on Facebook. Hope everyone's having a wonderful day. It is great here in Wisconsin. I think we're supposed to get some more rain, but we are going to be about 80 degrees today. Uh, very high humidity because we got storms coming, but overall a nice day. Uh, the last two days I was up at our other property uh, that used to be Soggy Acre Signature Lodge. I was working up there and we were well, I took the dogs up, worked on a few food plots. Uh, but the nice part there, worked with the dogs on some different ground so that they could get some more experience and get longer retrieves. That's the one thing that I'm always, I guess, short on here in, uh, in, at our kennel property is uh, long land retrieves. We just don't have uh, a whole lot of land because it's almost all Martian ponds. Uh, Rich is checking in from Nebraska. Rich, I got Memphis here. She wants to say hi. Hi, Rich. Um, so yeah, we were up at the other property. I uh, didn't get around to uh, to uh, doing any Dog Talk Lives or podcast while we were up there just because we got so much going on. And uh, just, uh, yeah, it's figured we'd hit one on Wednesday. I'm going to try to do one probably Friday as well. So we'll have two this week. And we're recording this one for our podcast, Sporting Dog Adventures podcast, so that we can put that up there. I just posted a podcast up on the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast, and that is about to e-collar or not to e-collar. Now, we also talked about duck lines and getting them ready for the season and duration of training, which was a question someone sent in to us. If you ever want to have something on the podcast, email me a question, sportingdogtv at gmail.com, and if we like it, we'll use it. Uh, we'll always answer it here on Dog Talk Live because we do a lot more questions. But we're trying to uh, get uh, one, at least one fan question in uh, for each episode. So I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. I know it's Wednesday, but for me it's like it was still a weekend because we went from uh, one place up to the other. Uh, I hope everyone uh, is being safe. Hope dogs are dogs are doing well training. How are your dogs doing? Let me know. Uh, when you check in, let us know where you're from. Let us know what questions you have. Uh, the cool part about Dog Talk Live, we uh, touch it, touch people all over the world and have people that uh, participate from all over the world. Um, the dogs are going nuts. Uh, I actually started locking them up for, for the podcast because they are so noisy. But for Dog Talk Live, we have to have dogs out here. Scarlett is here. Come here, Scarlett. She wants to be... She wants to bite and play. I, I don't know if that counts as being a co-host if she jumps up and bites me, but uh, I guess to her it does. But uh, she uh, she's she's very rambunctious today. Ace has a toy. He is flipping it around. He's actually got three toys in his mouth right now. So we uh, 
Definitely have a little little bit of a wild house today. Uh, Dog Talk Lives go 15 to 30 minutes. They're hosted here on our Facebook page, uh, Sporting Dog Adventures on Facebook. Uh, we love getting questions that makes them uh, successful, and we love knowing where you're from. Bob is checking in from Wausau. He's got a 10-week-old puppy, keeps biting my two-year-old, and had to... St- and hard to stop barking when outside in the pen. What tricks do you change up? Uh, do you use for sl- up your sleeve? Let's see. Cats are great. So Bob has a dog that is biting an older dog and then barking. Bob, when dogs bite or bark, I grab them by the muzzle. Uh, for bar- barking, I squeeze and tell them quiet. Uh, for biting, squeeze and tell them no. Uh, the older dog eventually will uh, tell the puppy that it's uh, that it's not a, not not acceptable to uh, bite. Um, and probably put a scar on the bridge of the puppy's nose when they grab onto them. Um, not uncommon. Uh, we, we have uh, a lot of dogs here, so we get a lot of uh, corrections. Um, but uh, the dogs being dogs, eventually they will correct each other. Um, as far as barking, uh, barking can become can be something that's genetic. Uh, it can also be a learned behavior. Uh, you're going to want to get on, that, on top of that now so that... Uh, you are correcting it. Scarlet, when I say she bites, she just likes to uh, mouth my hand and she also likes to get muzzle kisses and she's just a very, a very animated dog, so she's not actually biting. She wanted me to let everyone know that. All right, Marty's checking in from Massachusetts. We got Ford checking in from Michigan. Rich, breeding a female. Is there any way, that, any testing that should be done? Uh, Rich, if you are going to breed your dog, you need to uh, do exercise-induced collapse, can I neuromyopathy genetic tests. You need to uh, do uh, OFA checks on their hips and their elbows, and you need to check their uh, eyes. You can do an OFA test through their eyes. Uh, All of those are tests that you definitely need to do because they are going to show if you have a sound dog to start with. Uh, you can't get their elbows and their hips scanned until they're at least two years old. So that would be uh, what you're going to do on your dog. As far as once you get them where you're going to breed them, you're going to want to find yourself a stud dog beforehand that's got a great uh, line. And then uh, I do progesterone testing on my dog so that you're hitting the timing perfect um, and you're not wasting uh, wasting uh, the stud owner's time. So you hit it where you're you're uh, hitting the correct, uh, correct day to breed the dog. Uh, Chad Peterson's checking in from Southeast Wisconsin via Ohio. Nice, nice. What are you doing in Ohio, Chad? You uh, slinging some rock down there? Becky's checking in from Whitewater, Wisconsin, which is like 10 miles away from me. And Mark is checking in from Texas. Good to see you guys. Again, please let me know what questions you have. Let us know where you're from. Dog Talk Lives are wildly popular. It's our 75th one, 75th anniversary Dog Talk Live. I don't know if that's how you'd say it, but we'll just kind of go with it. But uh, always fun. Uh, we do several a week. We uh, try to uh, be as interactive with uh, with the people on our Dog Talk Lives as we can. Uh, right now we're pulling views anywhere from about 2,500 to 5,000 on them. So kind of cool. If you guys want to uh, join our new podcast, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're on Anchor. Uh, we're on a bunch of other ones, too. Uh, we... Uh, are putting up probably two podcasts a week on there. Um, You know what? I don't really have a set amount that I'm going to put up per week. If we've got uh, a slow week and I can get more up, I'll probably put more up. But uh, nice podcast. I've tried to set it so that we have a main topic and then we have a hunting 
tip or topic, and then we have a training topic. So I'm going to probably stick with that so we have a little bit of structure to it. And it's not just Jeff uh, rambling on like I do on here. Uh, but uh, it's it's been fun. I really enjoy uh, I enjoy putting content out and talking to people and uh, getting the word out about dogs and training and all that good stuff. All right, Marty. Let's see. How many steps back do you look? Uh, do you look for pedigrees, parents, grandparents, etc.? Um, Marty, I look at a full, uh, if I can, a five-generation pedigree. A lot of people will have three-generation pedigrees. Um, when you're looking back, you're going to look first at the uh, at the parents. You're going to want uh, one of the parents to have, at least in my opinion, at least a master or finish title. Um, uh, then you look back from there and see how the bitch line is bred and what they have as far as uh, their, their abilities there. When you look at your pedigrees, you're basically looking at the ability from past, uh, uh, from the past uh, people here, the past dogs in the pedigree. That's going to show your ability and that is going to uh, really make it so that you have a better chance when you have all this ability in the past uh, lineage of the dogs. Uh, to have the dog that you're looking for. From Auburn, Washington, where can I get a soggy dog hat? Randy, uh, we put a post up on our Soggy Acres page and our Sporting Dog Adventures page. The one on Sporting Dog Adventures is probably fairly uh, far down on the page. If you go to Soggy Acres Retrievers on Facebook, uh, there is an order form. There's pictures of the different hats and there's pictures of the uh, t-shirts as well as hooded sweatshirts that we have. So you can order one. We take Venmo uh, for an order and we can get you hooked up with a Soggy Acres hat. One like this one is $15. Uh, we have uh, a pink one. We have a tan one. That's $15. And then we have two that are $20. Um, they're a little bit uh, uh, higher end hats. So go ahead and go to the Soggy Acres Retrievers page and you can find yourself the order form and then get in touch from there. All right, youngest. Ah, oh, that's right, you had the Shotgun National Championships. How are we doing in that, Chad? Is the, uh, is the youngster uh, representing the Wisconsin area well? Uh, Becky, best, best method for force fetch. Becky, I start with an ear pinch on a force fetch table. I do that for a week, and I just this group, I transition to an e-collar, um, uh, still on the table for the next week, and then we get off of the table and completely do just e-collar from there forward. So it is something I changed up. I'm very happy with the method that, that I basically designed for myself. Um, I, I really wanted to get to the point for my clients and for myself, for, uh, for my own back and, and, and body, to uh, not have to wrestle with dogs and do uh, ear pinch all the time. I do not do the toe hitch. I start, again, right away with ear pinch, and then uh, we go to collar fetch after that. What e-collar do I suggest for retrievers, Rich wants to know. Rich, I, you know, I've got a lot of different collars. I've got, uh, I've got uh, Dogtra, DT Systems, Garmin, uh, Sport Dog, and Cabela's. I would say my DT Systems uh, is a good collar. Uh, it's a little bit larger uh, than I like on the dog. Um, my Dogtra and my uh, Garmin, I think, are my favorite collars for training and working with. Marty, got to ask, who's that on the wall behind you, and what are the ribbons? Marty, that is my first puppy I kept out of a litter. Her name is uh, Soggy Acres Dixie Bell. She's passed away. Uh, the ribbons are from HRC Hunt Tests. Uh, we have a bunch of them all over the house. Um, next time I'll try to have my phone. I can show everyone around the house and the ribbons. Scarlett has, uh, let's see, her toy. 
She wants to play tug. But we don't want to play tug. We're doing Dog Talk Live. Uh, but yeah, we have uh, when you when you run your dog through titles, if you go through every step of the way, if you uh, ran, a, let's say, an HRC and you ran through the started and then you went to uh, seasoned and then you went to finished and uh, we also have one dog that's passed the grand, um, you're talking, gosh, you're probably going to end up accumulating at least 20, 20 uh, ribbons to that point as well as you get medals uh, and then at, and then from there you have to have a certain amount of points to have your grand title if you get the second grand pass so it's quite a few ribbons uh, they're pretty cool I, I probably should have saved all the ones we've our dogs have earned us in our lives but I have not so my wife uh, really likes and uh, putting them up and she takes good care of them so that they don't get ratty so she uh, she puts them up all over the house so again, our Dog Talk Lives run around 15 minutes. Uh, right now we're at 12 minutes. Uh, if we have more questions, we'll run it all the way to 30. Uh, but we try to make sure that we are not just letting Jeff twist in the wind and, uh, and that we have topics out there. Um, as far as the dogs, my training dogs, uh, we went up to the other property and we did longer landmarks up there. Uh, today I came back and just went back to basics and worked on... Uh, releasing on their name, uh, retrieves where they're holding all the way to heel. Uh, we're actually to the point where they're coming around sitting at heel. And also today I introduced the dog blind. So for the dogs that are going to waterfall hunt, um, you put them in a dog blind. You would think it's not as big a deal as, as it's similar to a kennel, but there's nothing open. And there there's, I have a, a three-sided dog blind. So their three sides are closed and there's only one opening. So the dog takes one and turn around. So it's, it's something that once you get the dogs into it, you run them on a few retrieves and then they're good with it. It's just getting them to trust you to actually go into the blind. I use a kennel command and then we get them in there. So that's basically where we're at this week. Uh, we're halfway through training, so we're starting to work on more field-related stuff. And it's just fun because now the groundwork is done uh, with the majority of the dogs and now it's just teaching and uh, getting them set there learning and uh, being a teacher, which, which is a lot more fun. It's doing your force fetch, your e-collar conditioning, uh, your obedience, your pinch collar work, all of that stuff. It is needed and it's building the base of your dog, but it is not stuff that is uh, very fun to do. Uh, it's just a lot, of, uh, a lot of grunt work and a lot of grind. Marty. What do you use for flea control? Uh, we have Semperica this year that we're trying. Uh, Semperica is, uh, they actually have a pill that has all three. So it's got our heart guard uh, type pill. It's got our flea and tick. Uh, and uh, what's the other one? My goodness, I can't even think. But it's got, it controls, it, or yeah, flea tick and heart guard all in one. So it's one pill. Um, works really well. That's uh, in the past. I've used BioSpot. I've used Frontline. Um, I've used different pill forms. They're all. Most of them have the same active ingredient. Um, the only reason I don't like topicals. I've used Soresto collars as well. Um, so I don't like Soresto collars uh, when I have multiple dogs because they have a tendency to pull them off each other and eat them because that's what dogs do. If something's on their on, on the other one's neck, you should pull it off and chew it up. Uh, as far as topicals, I don't like topicals on my dogs because my pond is across the driveway and it seems like whenever I put the topical on the dog, they have a tendency to jump in the pond, which pretty much negates the, the, the usefulness of the topical. So yeah, we, we've gone to the uh, pill type. So uh, again, 
If you have time, go check out our podcast. It is on Spotify. It is on uh, Anchor app. And it is on Apple Podcasts as well as others. Uh, Simperica. I'll try spelling it out for you. But I can't guarantee that this is, this is correct. Simperica, I believe, is how it's spelled. So don't quote me on that. But it should be something like that. Um, if you have chance, yeah, check our, check our podcast out. Um, I don't know where the podcast is going to go, uh, how far it's going to grow, but, uh, it's just a fun thing for us to do so that we can, uh, keep connected with everybody and, uh, keep, keep working with everyone. Um, again, this is the, uh, Sporting Dog Adventures, uh, Dog Talk Live. Uh, this is number 75 that we've done and we are going to do last call for questions. So if you have any questions, feel free to throw them out now. Otherwise, we are going to uh, call today. We'll be back on on Friday to hopefully uh, talk to everyone and uh, get some uh, more information out there. Uh, we have a litter of puppies going home this week, so that will be very cool for us to get the, get to the point where uh, where we have uh, uh, where we have a clean kennel and uh, not as much work. So, Chad, the season's been a weird one, but he's holding his own. Been hot. Yeah, I bet it's been hot down there. It's been hot everywhere. Um, you're probably going to get some rain there, Mr. Chad, because uh, she's rolling through here. We've been thundering all day, but it hasn't rained yet. So, great talking to everybody. Uh, thank you for coming to Dog Talk Live. You guys have a great day. God bless. Take care. So again, that is the end of our Dog Talk Live that we have here on Facebook. If you want to check out our Dog Talk Live, you can absolutely go to our Facebook page, Sporting Dog Adventures. Uh, we love taking questions. Again, if you want to have a question here on the podcast, uh, send it to me at email, sportingdogtv at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning into our podcast. Take care. God bless. Sporting dog adventures, run, boy, run. Everything you need is here under the sun.